Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. That's YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. And I do mean proudly. Still to come this hour, Chrissy Andrews, my Mishbucha in studio, uh, wrapping things up. Tim Lawson hanging out uh, backstage as well over the Better Life. Uh, we're doing some stuff with him, but Chris will uh, join us here. And Rob Pizzola, uh, still to come, who uh, runs the Hammer Network, has his own podcast called Circles Off, Professional Better, um, does such a great job with that podcast. It has so many great topics, and uh, one of them inspired that uh, panel at Bet Bash, which we'll uh, talk about with Rob. Plus, he, last year he was on the show, he gave out a uh, a contrarian viewpoint on the Detroit Lions. He had had it with the Detroit Lions love, as I recall. We'll see if he has anything to say this year about the NFL. Michael Craig from Right Angle Sports, though, uh, kind enough to uh, stay with us in studio. Um, we talked about Right Angle Sports, and this audience is familiar with how you guys release stuff. You guys are doing an app, correct? What yeah. is that all about? Uh, so I think everybody knows we hired Adam Chernoff last year, probably probably around October. But uh, he started he started working on an app here, I don't know, a couple months ago. And uh, it's it's out and it's available on Apple, not on Android yet. It'll be it'll be out there soon for that. But uh, right now, it's just a lot of NFL information for the time being. Uh, we're hoping to just build upon that. But it's it's something that people he just can, whipped up an app into. He just whipped up an app on his own. <laughs> yeah, great employee, man. He's he's the man. Not bright at all, that Adam. Sure <laughs> not, not. not at all. Um, would love to have Adam and uh, Adam comes on the podcast on right. beating the book side. So I was always thrilled to have him on the Megapod. Um, okay, sir, let's talk about. Week zero, week one, you don't have anything yet on those? Uh, I mean, we have stuff, but I don't want to give out a side or anything since since we haven't released anything you yet. You guys do so. your thing. How so, about some yeah. season wins? Uh, it, it, actually, part of part of the package, if you sign up for the early bird, we're doing some season wins there too, but I, I can give out a few that, that have moved a little bit, so we won't be releasing them. We like to do stuff that's, I mean, not, not that nothing moves, but, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we want to give something out that's kind of original and hasn't moved yet or hasn't moved a lot yet. So uh, one that one that somebody else released recently was Purdue under five and a half. It's at five now. It's it's uh, probably lay one ten each way uh, at this point if you shop around. But uh, just the just the team I think's down this year. They don't they don't get a gimme win FCS. They have they have three their three non conference are uh, uh, none of them are gimme wins. So uh, five just seems like a lot for them. They do avoid Penn State, but. I still play Michigan, Ohio State, but uh, yeah, I think I think Purdue's in for a down year. Under year. under on Purdue. Under under five on Purdue. All right. Uh, lay one ten, one fifteen or so. Yeah. Keep them coming. What uh, else you got? 
Yeah, one other one, uh, New Mexico State. And this, this one's juiced kind of high at six and a half. They, they do play 13 games, but, I, I mean, can you imagine a New Mexico State team winning <laughs> that many games? I mean, this is a bottom-of-the-barrel team, and, and they kind of – I mean, they almost cheated last year to make a bowl game, uh, scheduling Valpo late in the season. Uh, they caught Liberty. They caught Liberty on when Liberty was really down at the end of the year. Uh, just played a really easy schedule. So this year, this year aligned at six and a half, and, and that is juiced. I, I believe I checked Chris before I came in here. I I believe it was minus one sixty, minus one sixty five. But if you shop around, lay like a uh, one fifty or so. I, I think that's a pretty solid bet as well. One more. That, that's all. I that's got. all you I got. got? Two, I got two. Yeah. Oh, I thought you. Had I got three. two. Sorry. Well, Sorry to disappoint. All right. Um, you still enjoy, I mean, do you, you, you're more of the college football, college basketball. Those are your two sports. You don't delve in anything else? Uh, no, we, we have the NFL service too. Right. Um, I'm not really involved on that. And, uh, a lot of the guys on the team um, kind of do both. And, and we've designated guys that are going to be more focused on NFL this year with that service coming out. So and we've talked about it before and I've been on here. It's We want to try as a company to reach more betters. Uh, obviously, the betting pool has gotten infinitely larger the past few years with legalization mm-hmm. pretty much nationwide at this point. But uh, the NFL service was kind of a move in that direction where it's a more affordable thing. Um, I think it's, it's 680. That's prorated from where we started. Uh, so we've done nine preseason releases so far. Um, we had two for the Hall of Fame game, split those. Um, and then we have seven plays for, for next weekend so far that we've released. Um, so, yeah, you can you can get on. Uh, you can buy the preseason only, or you can buy the full package for the year. I, I want to say we guaranteed like 55 sides and totals throughout the season. So, wow. so yeah, just just a move to to try to reach more people and and acquire some more customers. What was your? Do you remember a bad year? Like, do you remember having a, just a, where you look back and you're like, oh yeah. Me personally, not or... you personally. <laughs> I'm just saying that this. Well, what about you personally? Let's start there. Uh yeah. In in 2017 was my worst year. Um, and it was a great year from January to October. And then just, yeah, just, just one of those. Went to hell. And in my, at that point, my bankroll was the highest it ever had been. So I was betting the most and <laughs> just went on a really bad run. There was, there was one day that October, I, th- I think I talked about it when I was on Circles Off. But I remember we were like, and I wasn't with Right Angle at the time, but I, I, I was like 2 and 15 or something. And then... We had like seven bets left in the evening. I'm like, ah, you know, maybe maybe we'll go, maybe we'll go five sure. and two or six and one. We went zero oh and seven. So it was like a two and two and twenty day or something uh, like that. This is the worst day I've ever the, had. The point of that is, it is so relatable to everybody. When it's bad, sometimes it can be so so bad, and you're like, yeah. this is this a, like somebody playing a joke on me? Like this keeps happening. It's I always describe it like when you're on a winning streak. And I, I'm not the guy that stays up till every game ends. I, I, I go to sleep and I wake up in the morning. I look at, at, the, at the scores. When you're on a winning streak, you can't wait to wake up and, and click yes. and check the scores, check your account balances. When you're losing, I don't even want to oh. get out of bed. It's just it's brutal. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's miserable. Since, it's miserable. Since right angle is obviously about you know getting CLV among a, 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 you know besides just winning. Let me just ask you what your opinion is on this whole subject that we've talked about for years about closing line value. Because uh, Chris Bruno and I were just talking about this yesterday, which is take tennis for now these days. It doesn't matter, dude, if you're beating it by 20 cents, 40 cents, 30 cents. It it doesn't seem to correlate to anything in terms of your win-loss record. Right. What is your ultimate stance? Because And then the big, the big debate always just to sort of couch it for folks who are unfamiliar, just contextually – 
it's, you know, if you read Elihu's pinnacle newsletter, which he wrote as Simon Noble years ago, it's, you know, the general thing that the higher the rate at which you, you know, get closing line value, um, the better off, the more, the more of a predictor, you know, you can be thought of as a winning better moving forward, right? The higher the rate that you get closing line value, the better off you'll be moving forward. Um, that's sort of how a better ought to be profiled. The converse is true as well. Whereas Chrissy Andrews, right, who, who's going to come on later on the show, is at the South Point. His whole thing is, well, yeah, Pinnacle loves talking about Pinnacle in that way. I'm paraphrasing. But he said, I just want to know, did you win or did you lose? That's how I grade him. I'm curious where you stand on all that. I'm a big believer in closing line value, I think. Yeah. I think especially, and it depends on the market. I mean, if you're betting props, if that's how you're coming up. But but if you're doing college basketball totals, college football, NFL, any of the, any of the major sports, if you're not consistently seeing closing line value – I just don't think you're on the right track to long-term success. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, at this point, I mean, when you get to a certain level, grab that would you just make it up? Oh, yeah. a really high level. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's guys that don't want CLV. They 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 want to they want to bet and and not have the line move because, like you say, the books are profiling you based on how much how much CLV you're getting. So, I, it's a debate. I, I honestly, I don't know how you could say. I don't care. I don't care if I beat the market. I don't care if it moves again. I don't know how you could say that. You're right. When you put it that way, yeah, it's like if you're not doing any, I always say this with numbers. If you're a better, because the betters fall on a massive spectrum too, right? Numbers, like the Rufuses of the world who are completely numbers, dogma on one side, the sort of smoke and mirrors on the other and everybody in between. And I always like to say, if, if you're not doing anything based in numbers, you're probably doing this wrong, right? There's got to be some element of that. Same thing with what you're sort of saying with closing line value, which is you can't say the opposite, right? If it doesn't matter to you at all, then you're probably doing this wrong. I, I agree. And, and like I said, if you're, if you're in the prop market or if you're in a really small market where uh, there's not really a market maker for anybody to copy. So, so when you're at these retail shops, the, the DraftKings, the Fandles of the MGMs of the world – there's, I mean, they might move based on action, but there's not a market maker, a Chris or a Pinnacle that they're that they're copying really. So, I think in that case, like if you're not seeing tons of closing line value, that that's fine. But when you get into the bigger markets, I just, I, I don't even think there's an argument that, yeah. Oh, I don't, I, I, I never get any closing line value, but I'm, but I'm gonna be a long term winner. Yeah. It's, it's just, just doesn't make, just it doesn't add up. Yeah. Just to clarify, I don't think Chrissy scoffs at it completely, but yeah, I think right, he right. just takes a more old school. A little more nuanced approach to it. He doesn't believe in it, it sacredly like that. So finally, uh, Bet Bash just getting started today. What are you attending? Everything? Um, I'm planning on attending everything. Hall of Fame this, too. Yes. Uh, yeah, I just pick up some clothes to for the for the dress code there. <laughs> Where does Michael uh, Craig buy his clothes oh, from? I, I did a men's warehouse trip the yes. other day. I had to get a sport coat, and I, I didn't go tuxedo or anything, but uh, yeah, I'll dress up and I'll wear a tie, which he's not, is, which he's is not very gonna, rare for me. He's but. not going to turn you away at the door if you're not wearing I, black tie. I, I hope not, but yeah. uh, I think the scavenger hunt is the one where... What's the scavenger hunt? I don't really know. I, th- I think you show up and they give you instructions and you got to run around town and do a bunch of tasks. Oh, I assume maybe get your picture here or there. I think the I think the ultimate goal is like you place a bet somewhere, but you have to figure out what that bet is that you're supposed to place. There's a prize. That's how I understood there's a prize it. Prize involved. I, 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 there, there, I guess it's like twenty grand in oh, cash prizes. Okay. So, All right. I mean, 
if if a lot of people don't show up, I'm like, man, I should probably go to that if there's so many grand in prizes. Are you doing but, a speed, the speed dating thing? You doing that? Or you not? Yeah, yeah, I'll do the speed dating. Does that now. just come back to sharing of accounts? Like I can give you an account here, I can give you an account there. What is yeah, that? Yeah, I think I think with that, I I, I think uh, I think when you show up to that, it, it just this is my take on it. I th- I think you're better off listening and letting me. You know, what can I do for you and yeah. Is there any way we can do anything here together rather than I do this? What can you do for me? It's a great I th- idea. Think, uh, yeah. think you're better off asking, is there anything I can do to help you? And what do you do? And the, yeah. So, well, and if you make, I think Spanky said it a bunch of times, but if you can make one connection, that's worthwhile. And that's always been my goal. I yeah. talked about MIT. Every time I went to MIT, I met at least one person that that's I right. still am friends with or do business Bro, with. Bro, we so. all met back there. Jason, yeah. Jason Weingarten got a whole job from last yeah. year's Bed yeah. Bash. Um, just be sober for the panel. That's all I ask of you. And I'll see you at the Legacy Club on Thursday. Awesome. Michael Craig from Right Angle Sports. Rob Bazola from the Hammer Network. Next, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosted guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month at VSIN.com. Slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at beating the book. Eric Vigio from uh, Will Hill over there. He says, love the immaculate grid as well. I can hang with baseball. Happy to pull out Tim Crabtree for a 0.04 percenter today. 
thought I couldn't hang with, uh, thought I could hang with ho- the hockey version as well. I cannot. Props to the people who score well with pucks, as it has much fewer player combos. I would be thrilled, Wyatt, if I got one right in hockey in the grid. That's that's the goal of the day for me. Yeah. See, Bazola probably get all of them. We'll talk to <laughs> Rob momentarily. Chris Heath. Uh, strange to think that I've been following you, Drew, and Rob and others for over 10 years, and this is only Bet Bash 3. I remember reading Rob Pozzola's content that included his dad's NFL leans. I have to ask Rob about that momentarily. Las Vegas uh, says, yo, why can't I get the Raz Picks app, the Right Angle Sports app? I may be old and have an Android, but I like to make money too, LOL. Get on the Android, he says. And then Ryan Hyatt, great conversation today on VEASAN with uh, Gil and friends. Can we send $20 to Pueblo, Colorado for a typewritten transcript of today's show? It was always a transcript. We're always in Pueblo, Colorado. Uh, the tweets uh, were a portent of our next guest, a portent of what's to come. Rob Pozzola, and I want to get all this right because he's into so many different things. Rob Pozzola, not only a pro sports better, but of course co-founder and CEO of the Hammer HQ, the Hammer uh, Podcast Network, co-owner of BetStamp, which grades, if I'm not mistaken, all people's bets, uh, keeps track of all people's bets, co-host of his own podcast, Circles Off, which he does with his co-host, Johnny, um, into so many things that he's kind enough at BetBash3 to come on down to the South Point and hang with us for a few segments, for a couple segments. This is Rob Bazola. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Still stuck on Eastern time, so a little oh. bit challenging for the mornings. The yes. first flight in yesterday Tried to ride it out as late as I could last night to just get acclimated, but happy to be here. Uh, it's been actually a while since I've been in Vegas, so I'm looking forward to this week. Tell people what you said about uh, what you what you told Michael before you came in here. I know Mike Craig personally, <laughs> so I don't want it to come across like no, you know, no, no. Yeah. I'm a bad guy or anything. But I, I said basically thanks for intentionally bombing out there in the previous <laughs> segment. Uh, I always tell him you know, I saw him this morning. I was like, you know how you know you go see a concert. A lot of times the headliner will actually purposely intentionally book uh, a bad oh, opener sure make them look great when yeah. they take the stage and uh, kind of compared it to that <laughs> um what about this this tweet that we got you said you used to put out a newsletter with your dad's leans is that true so i worked for the score many years ago with bomani right i worked with bomani for a little bit i produced him for a very short period of time there was some overlap there um, but at that time i was putting out a long form nfl picks piece every single week at that time, I, was, I would call myself a sophisticated square at that time. Wasn't really a pro better yet, but I was, I was on the verge. I kind of knew what it took to win. I was betting at a lot of different books, line shopping. I kind of got into it at that point. But uh, it came up randomly that one of the weekly readers of that uh, ran into my dad at a racetrack, Woodbine Racetrack. And they're like, oh, I met your, met your dad. He, you know, he's got some great NFL opinions. You should try to work him in. I said, you know what? I'll work. Great I'll work idea. it in. So yeah. I would ask him every week, and uh, uh, I don't know how how well he did, but I, I found a way to work him into that. And that was an extremely long form NFL content piece. I'm like talking fifteen, twenty thousand words a week, which took me a long, long time to write. I want to say something to you in person here that I've said to others, um, and I like to think that I I don't throw this around willy nilly. Your podcast is the best. It is awesome. You, you, and I just, as I, I, I want to get back to one about Bomani too, because you mentioned something on one of the shows that I, or, or, I don't know if it was on the podcast that you mentioned. I think it was, but just some of the topics you've done over a hundred episodes now of Circles Off, part of the Hammer Network. Um, and by the way, the network is everything that you imagined it would be. Are you thrilled with it? I'm thrilled with it, but it's not everything I imagined it would be. Oh, the vision when we first started was very different, uh, which candidly was trying to combine 
recreational bettors and sharps and create content that was compelling for everyone. Yeah. It has been evolved into being more niche again and caters more towards the sharp audience, but we're having a lot of success doing that. The podcast circles off specifically is growing. Um, I watched an episode of hit the books with Joey Kanish and Brad powers yesterday that had a ton of concurrent live viewers. So I'm very happy with the way it's going, but it's, it's gotten to a place where we're just rolling with it now. Very different from what the original vision was. It is. It, uh, that's such an honest answer. It's so, you know, again, having done years of just a podcast and now doing this five days a week, you you do have to, I don't know if have to is the right word, but you find that the format and the the meter of them creates an animal that you didn't know would happen. So back in the day, I could do an hour and 45 minutes with Dr. Bob's process on college football. You can't do that in this format. So you become something not necessarily bad. You still like what you're doing. It's just different. The format, the context matters. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm a very data-driven analytical person. And for me, I have a very much an adapt or die mentality, right? You can have a vision for something. If it's not working, then why continue to run it out? You have to adapt. I mean, circles off the podcast I do, the first 10 episodes that we did, it was a pure educational podcast. It was, here's a topic. We're going to talk about it for half an hour. We're going to move to another topic. Okay, we get 10 episodes in. We're like, we're going to run out of topics very quickly. Like, (laughs) we need to pivot here type of thing. So, there, you know, I'm, I'm a meticulous planner. I like to plan things, but you get to a point where it's just like, Okay, just let's go with the flow. Let's figure out where we're going to take this now, and um, it's kind of kind of went that way. But yeah, I, I, it's I'm, it's you know I, I love the Scott Van Pelt story where he says he filled in one day on Sports Talk Radio. He says he he spewed out everything he wanted to talk about in the first segment, and he had seven segments of it. Because what do we do now, right? So it, it didn't that format was so foreign to him, and and the podcast format is just beautiful. We we couldn't ask for a better host than you some of the topics i'm just going to read through some of the latest ones i'm just uh, plugging your betting leaks um doing stuff with a hall of fame bookmaker so you know questions from the listeners um so many i'm not even doing it justice jeff ma joins for one yep. cracking the tennis betting code takes from a poker pro on i want to focus on a couple things and this will sort of uh you know dovetail into bet bash one of the panels on BetBash is about gambling Twitter. Mm-hmm. As I understand, you did an episode on this. There was the inspiration for this panel. Yep. You ended up, and I'm curious because I think I know the answer, but I wanted to ask you this. Initially, you were going to be the moderator. Did you then think to yourself, but wait a minute, if I'm the moderator, I can't really give all my opinion. I'd like to be a panelist. That was part of it. So Matt Metcalf reached out to me. He said, I listened to your gambling Twitter is toxic episode which, by the way, was just a complete off-the-cuff. Off-the-cuff. You know, meticulous planner that I am. Me and Johnny, um, he's complete opposite of me. He just likes to show up, do the show. We have That's kind of why the the format works. But we had planned for something completely different than what that episode evolved into. And I think that's why it was so well-received, because it was very natural and, you know, wasn't pre-planned or anything like that. But Matt Metcalf reached out to me and said, yeah, this was great. I'd love for you to moderate. Uh, a panel on this and part of it, it it is and just being like brutally honest i'm very passionate about the topic so by asking the questions 
I didn't think I would be able to relay that's, my opinion on the situation. Yeah. But on top of that, circles off as much as we've seen a lot of progress on the show. And again, brutally honest person. It's the only piece of content that I do that actually feels like work because there's a lot of planning that mm. goes into it. If I'm doing something on our forward progress channel where I'm talking NFL games for the week, like I live and breathe NFL. That just comes natural, naturally to me. You turn on a camera, I could talk about it for hours where circles off is more of like, I really want to get the best out of our guest. I really want to approach this topic in a way where we're going to hit all these points. And I didn't want to come to bet bash and be working essentially yeah. i yeah. told Matt, like i'm gonna be working on this making sure i'm asking the right questions and and that wasn't of interest to me it's what i love about you because you do this lovingly you know with our panel that i'm doing your yours is is one is is gambling twitter i'm doing something on traders and i i i keep call, calling matt metcalf and i'm like hey i hope you don't mind but like i really want to get this perfect right. you know and so I really appreciate anybody who cares as much as you do. I appreciate it. I, I want to get into this after the break. Um, and it's going to come off. And I, also, by the way, last year, I, I, one of the things you talked about, I don't know if you remember this, everybody loved the Detroit Lions last year, and you were contrary to yep. that. If you have any of those, I'd like to hear what yep. one of those might be after the break. But what I really want to get into, at the risk of of sounding corny on this, because one of the things, your relationship with Bomani, when we say Bomani, Bomani Jones, who many people know from ESPN, now he has an HBO show. You were able to bridge, getting this sort of also dovetails nicely with the whole gambling Twitter side of things. You were able to, in a civil way, bridge a gap between a mainstream media guy's uh, lack of understanding of a, of a gambling topic versus those who just want to pile on and murder him for right. it. Right. So I, I want to get into that. Uh, Rob Bazola from all those things, Hammer Network, Bet Stamp as well. The name of this podcast, once again, Circles Off. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Bet Bash 3, everybody rolling through. More Bazola next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Power ratings, picks, previews, predictions, pro, as in become a VSIN pro subscriber, getting all access passed to our betting tools, betting splits, and the 2023 college football and NFL betting guides. Both the college football guide and our NFL betting guide will have you ready to turn a profit on the gridiron this year. And the only way to get the guides and everything we have to offer is to become a VSIN pro subscriber. And you can do exactly that at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Again, uh, the week of uh, Bet Bash. So all this week, uh, folks kind enough to roll through the studio and hang for a couple segments. Uh, that's Spanky's Bet Bash, Bet Bash 3. Um, couldn't be more honored to have folks come down to the South Point do so. Rob Pozzola from the Hammer Network and, of course, Circles Off Podcast. Kind enough to uh, hang with us here at the South Point. I do want to get, Rob, to uh, one of your football thoughts like you did last year where you were contrary, uh, contrarian on the Lions to what most people – most people were all about the Lions last year, and you were like, hey, hold up, everybody. And that manifested for most of the year until they – Yep. Till, till they turn later. Before we get to that, though, I want to I want to talk about this Bomani story because it 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 is related to your panel or Sam Panayanovich's panel that he's moderating that you inspired with the Circles Off episode uh, about gambling Twitter at BetBash. But it's a great case study, and it has to do with uh, Bomani Jones, gentleman you used to work with. Um, I'll, um, and it has to do with a his his lack of understanding as as great as he is as intelligent as he is with with sports betting and society in general and all his takes not a sports better yep and so it's forgivable that he doesn't know something and and pick it up from there and how you bridge that gap yeah absolutely so i've i have a a longer relationship with him having worked 
with him about a decade ago and producing some of his shows. And we remain in contact, but don't talk all that frequently. But he tweeted in the NBA Finals or uh, in the NBA playoffs something about how Vegas hasn't caught up to the Miami Heat or something along those lines. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I read the tweet. And as a better, I immediately thought to myself, well, obviously he, he doesn't know what he's saying here. Yeah. And I had already seen a couple comments instantaneously come in from members of gambling Twitter, which were kind of ragging on him. And at that point, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to DM him and I'm going to let him know why this tweet doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense. Real and quick, if it was someone you didn't have a relationship, would you have been one of the people ragging on him? Probably um, even two or three years ago, yes. Mm-hmm. I've made a conscious effort to not do that anymore because I just don't think that it contributes to a healthy right. environment. I think it's extremely toxic. But he was very receptive and, you know, explained more. And I, I sent him actually a Circles Off episode that we did previously on how the mar- betting market works. And it's actually betters who shape the market rather than, you know, book just posting the line and having access to all this, this information. And he was like, this is great. Appreciate you sending it to me. But it, it took 30 seconds of my day to explain to him why he was wrong. And he was very... Uh, willing and receptive to that feedback. I love that he was. That was the key to the whole thing, right? That he w- he was humble enough to, hey, I know you. I know you know more about this than I do. Tell me more. And, and, that, and honestly, that's you could say whatever you want about Bomani Jones. There's a lot of people that don't like him. Right. And I grew up with him. You know, I feel like he influenced me a lot when I was younger. So um, I have a personal relationship with him where I would go to bat for for the guy. But I think that tells you a lot about his character, generally speaking, because I've gone down that path with other people before, and maybe they're not as receptive. And they're like, no, this is wrong, or I read this somewhere else. And it's very hard to break through with certain people. Um, But ultimately, it's just in my nature now to try to educate more. I don't know why. I, like, I don't think this affects at, my bottom line in any know, way. Or, at, and I said it. I said it last time. At the risk of sounding corny, you know, it's like the. It's like I feel like I'm Woody Allen <laughs> staring into the camera, going, <laughs> "If only life were like this, yeah. right? If only we had that kind of civility." And I don't know what it is. We've said this many times. And we, we were just talking off air about it. Trust, trust us. Like on gambling Twitter, it, it doesn't affect our lives. It doesn't affect where we go on vacation. It doesn't affect where we, what, who we hang out with. It doesn't affect. A, you know, where we're going after the show, it doesn't affect any of that stuff. But ultimately, it does create a less enjoyable place. And so is that, like, if, if I were to distill, and I don't want to give away your panel yep. at Bet Bash, but if I were to, to distill it to one point, is that maybe the point of it where you're just like, this just becomes less enjoyable because of this? I would say certainly that's my main perspective, I've lived through this. I've been on gambling Twitter since 2010 when I was a pure recreational better, just mm-hmm. losing money to where I am now. And I've seen the entire evolution of it. And there's always been trolls and people will put other people down. But it felt definitely like even five, six, seven years ago, it was more of a community of people trying to help one another. Whereas now it's just this toxic environment. And I, I don't, the, the challenge for me is I don't understand the motivations of a lot of the individuals who want to put other people down. They act like by educating someone <laughs> in the space on how a betting market works that yeah. like, oh, you're going to ruin my edge or, right. or whatever. And, it, and I just don't think that that's uh, a viable excuse for ruining someone else's day or their week because you're essentially, you want, you want to be part of the, the boys club or, or whatever. So um, I, th- I think that's my main perspective. I, sports should be about fans coming together, betters coming together. I know you're competing against one another, but we 
have common goals. You yeah. should be really able to relate to one another yeah. a little bit more. I don't know. I mean, this doesn't have to do with gambling Twitter. This has to do with just betters in general. I often say, I don't know what it is about the strain of DNA, but you know, by nature of the fact that we're trying to predict outcomes of events, we have a strain of DNA that is tailored to that. But what is it about that strain that in some people is also coupled with and while I want to show you that I'm right, I must also bring that person down and tell you what a terrible idiot he is. But like, That's we, the fascinating thing. Like, If we look at, at the way gambling Twitter is structured now, right, you have people that want to be these gatekeepers for Twitter, right? It's like, I, I get to choose who is a real better and who's not. When you have the gatekeepers who are going to put guys like Spanky down— yeah. Or plus EV analytics, who's very because of of his bet sizing or whatever. We'll be here tomorrow. Then, yeah. then, then there's there's a real problem there because now you're taking real betters, people who actually win. Like the gate, you're not gatekeeping anything. You're the gate. The gate is closed mm-hmm. permanently. You're just doing that for the sake of your own ego. I again, I don't know the motivations necessarily, but that to me is is a huge fundamental issue. All right, one of the panels at uh, Bet Bash again. Uh, Mitch Moss is going to do a college football panel. I'll do traders on Friday at Bet Bash. What about a football play of the I won't call it play of the year because then that sounds that's not what I mean, but you're only on this show here in studio once a year. Last year you were you you were just let's tamp down the Detroit Lions love. Yes. What's your similar take this year? So I do want to say that last year as well, you asked me for a team that I was higher on uh-huh. than market. Okay. And I said the Philadelphia Eagles. People never uh, remember that. I don't remember that Because one. they yes. found the VEASAN clip of on Twitter Detroit. of the Detroit Lions, and they, they elevated that. But I was very high on the Eagles. Uh, they were <laughs> Sorry actually, about that, Rob. No, I apologize. It, it's okay, but yeah. this is kind of this will come into the conversation at, mm-hmm. at the Bet Bash panel on Friday. I'll give you a team that I'm high on and a team that I'm low on. Okay. Uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I have to put it out there so people don't think I'm just being a homer. I'm very high on the Cowboys headed into this year relative to market. 12-5 and five a year ago with all those Dak Prescott interceptions, Cooper Rush playing a bunch of games. People are very concerned about the Mike McCarthy comments in preseason about defense was tired a lot last year. We're going to run the ball more. I actually don't think that's true. If you actually look at Mike McCarthy with the Green Bay Packers when he was coaching them, they're actually a very high early down pass rate team. I think that they're going to slow the tempo a lot more. I don't think that they're going to become a huge running team right away. So I think people are putting a little too much stock into that. Uh, but I think the Cowboys on the over, their win total right now, pretty much across market, is a solid bet. You and uh, Aaron Schatz, the uh, the founder of uh, Football Outsiders, who now is working at the FTN Network, he has them as their highest season win total. There you go. Yeah. So a little, little simpatico there with him. Yeah. I mean, I... I'd love, I'd love for the Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys as my team because I grew up in the early 90s when they were the best team in the league, and I've suffered for years. A uh, team that I don't like going into the year, not that I don't like, I think that the New York Jets are overrated in market. I don't think that they have a super low floor because even if Aaron Rodgers is washed, which there's a possibility that he is, he's not a turnover machine or anything like that. They should be able to play good enough defense to keep them in games, but I don't actually see as much upside in market um, and this kind of in that division as well. I'm very high on Miami. I just wouldn't play the season win total over because you have the two uh, injury concerns, sure. obviously. But overall, I actually like Miami better than the New York Jets this year. And I think market is reversed on that. Yeah, it, it, it is. And I've said throughout this offseason, it feels like Miami is kind of the overlooked team. That Jets start to the season, that schedule at the oh. beginning is brutality. Yep. How much of that affects it? Like, because that it's one of these things where you can't really quantify the 
fall off a cliff factor of that potentially. Yeah, for sure. I, I you have a veteran quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, right? I, I like like I said, you know, people there are some people who are low on the Jets that think it could be catastrophic year for them. I just don't see that. You you have a quarterback of that caliber even if he struggles, again, doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Defense is volatile year to year. I love the Jets' defense, but who knows what the Jets' defense is going to be this year. We've seen it time and time again in the NFL. Defense goes from being a top unit to all of a sudden middle in the pack the next season. Personnel doesn't change. Nothing sure. changes. It just happens. But that early season stretch is definitely tough, and there's a lot of pressure mounting on that that team going into this year, it could be a spiraling effect if they get off to a poor start. And we've seen that happen with other teams in the past. In there is such a gem, too. That, that's really the, the challenge of NFL betting from year to year is player to player. You can't really count on performance being the same. And unit to unit, the same personnel, you can't count on it. It makes this such a tough thing to do. Coaching staff changes, and there's yeah. all sorts of stuff to add into the mix. Rob Pizzola, everybody, at Rob, P-I-Z-Z-O-L-A, on Twitter. Hammer Network and the name of the podcast again circles off. Rob, a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me, Gil. Rob Pizzola coming back with my mishpucha, Chrissy Andrews, next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. numbers game on vcent the sports betting network betmgm the king of sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of las vegas with betmgm rewards every time you make a wager at betmgm you can earn betmgm rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens planning a trip to vegas you can also convert your betmgm points into mgm rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 mgm resorts properties located on the las vegas strip and nationwide sign up with betmgm or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with betmgm rewards eligibility restrictions apply betmgm and game 
same sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander, Wyatt Tomczyk, in for Kelly Bidlin. By the way, I, I, Rob is right. We elevated the Detroit Lions. I think the Lions ended up with a season win total over uh, last year when all was said and done. And his real great take was on the Eagles, and we didn't elevate it, so no one remember no one remembers that he said that. So, what's what's the old saying? Whenever I do good, no one remembers. Whenever I do bad, no one forgets. Oh, that, that's a very good statement right there. Very very apropos in this case, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He is the man who runs the South Point Sportsbook directly behind us here on the tip of the strip. His name is Chrissy Andrews. We kick it with Chrissy. Oh, he picked this music Can himself. I yeah, I prefer the Led Zeppelin version. We didn't clear it. the problem. You know, they don't, we don't clear stuff with people. It's like, Gil, can we put this picture of you up here where you look like you have to go to use the restroom? No, no one asked me if, it was, if I was okay with it. They just went with it. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Speaking of that, they had one picture of me that they had on the billboards all over town. It's when I was getting my bone marrow transplant. I said, uh, yeah, I look like a cancer patient, which I was which at the time. Which you kind of were, yeah. You know? Yeah. I hope I don't look like that anymore. No, you look okay. great. You look great. We, we, can we, by the way, I don't know if you like talking about this, but there was there was a period there a few years back where we were justifiably super worried about you, and you look okay. wonderful. Thanks, man. Yeah. And I remember you were saying at the time, you're like, if I can just get this, you're on your way to getting all those yeah, years. I feel good. They said I should have a normal lifespan. I'm 67. What's a normal lifespan? 68? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, we'll get, 88? We'll get yeah, who knows? There. Somewhere in between. Probably. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a Hebrew expression. They say when you have a birthday, they say till 120, which most people then go, that's a little too long. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A, I don't know if I want to sign that's up for That's a little for too long. In, in Greek, we say natakatostesis, may you live to be 100. Oh, there you go. Well, I'll settle for 100. I'd settle for 100. All right. So on your way to 100, each and every year, you still yeah. put out your college football plays of the year. They came out. Games on, of the year. Games of the year. Games Not of the plays year. of the year. I'm sorry. Yeah, games. games of the year. Yeah. Sad blew that. Uh, it came out this past Friday, mm-hmm. and things are a moving. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That first uh, first two hours, I'd say they were moving pretty good. You know, uh, how settled deep, down kind of since then. How deep were the lines here? Pretty deep? No. Not at all. Really? And, uh, you know, I'm looking, I'm, you know, we had a couple games. I'd say move two points, but I moved them two points, you know, just because I kind of, you know, depending on who bet me and what the number was and something like that. Uh, you know, and I have to take a mea culpa for last year. I, I don't think I did a very good job following the transfer portal and a lot of other things. And, you know, I talked about it this year. I'm not sure if I talked about it on your show. I, I didn't. I was on another show. You know, all through the years, I've always, you know, I'd like to bet against first-year coaches, mm-hmm. you know. Boy, last year that didn't come to fruition. You know, Spike Dykes went all the way to the championship game. And there's a couple other examples I can't think of. But so I think, I, I don't, I mean, I hate to go off just like one year, but has, has the game changed? You know, maybe it has, like with the transfer porter and NIL and, you know, we see all the changes going on in the conferences. Maybe things have changed a little bit, but we'll have to wait and see. Notre Dame started slow, but caught fire mm-hmm. with the first-year coach last year. Did uh, which are the ones that moved the most, or either by your hand or by? No, well, these are all got, these all got bet and okay. by sharp guys. You know, uh, I had uh, Pitt playing Cincinnati. 
Opened at seven, got bet up to nine. I got talked into the lower number there, so I moved that one two points. Uh, who are you throwing under the bus? Who, who talked nobody, you in? Nobody. Does yeah. it rhyme with Benny Baolio? No? How do you pronounce that last name again? <laughs> Baolio. <laughs> I've only known him 45 years. I still can't pronounce his name. He helped me tremendously. I so. know he did. Uh, Tennessee me. over Florida. Yeah. That was another one. I opened seven. I am down on Florida this year. Uh, they laid me the seven. I went straight to eight with that. Um, Clemson and Florida State. Uh, I'm very high on Florida State, which I think I've said on the show. Of, a lot of people are, yeah. I opened Clemson one. We got bet up to two and a half. On Clemson. We, on Clemson, yes. We got Florida State has there. not won there since, you know, forever. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I think there's a lot of changes going on. I want to say 2014 or something like that. Yeah. Ohio State against Notre Dame. Opened six and a half. Went to seven and a half. Um. Through the seven on that. Six and yeah, a half to seven. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure, but I think Ohio State's like a notch down. And, I, I, again, I was on a different podcast. I said there's 129 teams in NCAA football that would love to have the problems that Ohio State has. Mm-hmm. You know, But I do think they're down a little, just a notch from where they were the last couple of years. A couple others. Texas opened six over Oklahoma. I knew Paul Stone was uh, very high on Texas. You saw him coming. I saw him. He, he didn't bet me. Somebody else followed because oh, okay. he hasn't been in town. I think he's coming in town. Or bet bash. I yeah, think, probably. tomorrow or something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but somebody laid me that. I went from six to seven. I, you know, I still have my questions about Texas, you know. Yeah. And like I, I joke every year, it's my annual right of summer to overrate Oklahoma. <laughs> so everybody. We got that every year. How many years in a row have I gone? If somebody's high on Oklahoma, like, are we going to do this again? <laughs> yeah. I tried not to do it this year. I was conscious of it, but evidently, uh, maybe I did. We'll see it. You know. Anyway, uh, nothing really was huge move. Kansas State opened one and a half over Texas Tech. I'm not a pick. UNLV, I opened two over Nevada. Not UNR. Nevada, or down to one. Wyatt called him UNR? Everybody in Las Vegas does. And Wyatt was wearing his UNLV shirt today. It's Nevada. It's the proper way of saying it. It's Nevada. It's Nevada. You're lucky we don't call you guys Nevada Southern, which is what it was at first. What color is the Fremont Cannon right now? I forget. It's beautiful. Beautiful yeah. glaze red. What yeah. bothers you more when people call when people call Nevada UNR or when people mispronounce Nevada as Nevada? Oh, Nevada. Way worse. <laughs> That's yeah. the word. Way he worse, did that yeah. to me. I was like a year in. He's like, you know, you live here now. Maybe you should pronounce it Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. It's what it was, it's what brings us all together. Yeah. Those were the ones or more? I got more. Okay. Ohio State opened nine over Wisconsin. I'm up to ten. Utah opened four over Oregon. I'm down to three. I think Utah's gonna be really good this year. Um Notre Dame opened 13 and a half against Pitt. I'm down to 12. Hmm. That's, you know, I kind of agree yeah. with that move. I think that's going to be a tough game. Uh, Sensing a theme on Notre Dame here. Yeah. yeah. Here's one more. Yeah. I opened Clemson six over Notre Dame. I'm up to seven. Yeah. I think Notre Dame's going to be good this year. I'm terrible with the names. What's the kid from Wake Forest that's going to play quarterback for Notre Dame this year? Oh, Sam Hartman. Hartman. Hartman yeah. yeah. I think, you know, they're, the, they're going to be good. So. As you like to say with these, though, your opinion mm-hmm. is good for one bet. Yeah. One yeah. bet. That's one bet. it. The first bet. Yeah. And then you move accordingly. Yeah. The difference between bookmaking and odd, well, odds making and bookmaking right there. Yeah. You know, I, I, I 
post a number that I think is correct, not who I think they're going to bet. I'm trying to get even money on both sides. And that's the old way of thinking. You know, but I am willing to take a bet and see, you know, my opinion. Hmm. Over the years, been okay. You know, last year, like I said, wasn't so good. But I went back and checked. Had a couple good years, a couple not so good years, you know. But usually, I'm okay. You just you said something that triggered something. Joe Pita and I were talking about this this week because it had to do with my bet bash panel and stuff. Ultimately, and I you know the simple answer to this question is: Did we win or lose money? But ultimately, how do you judge yourself? Well, I do judge it on: Did we win or lose money? For sure. And uh, you know, when I was out of the business for a couple years, doing some financial stuff and you know some other things. I miss that. It's like you get a test pretty much every day. How did I do? And, of course, we have plenty of losers over there, too. So some days you get an F. Mm-hmm. A lot of days you get an A. Sometimes a B, sometimes a C, you know, whatever. But I, I miss that. And I, I, like to, I like to have that grade every day. But also, did you make a good number? Because sometimes crazy I mean. things the happen. Pr- the process matters. The process matters. And, you know, I mean, I've had this discussion. When I first started here, we, we actually got off to a pretty rough year with baseball. Uh, this was 2016, uh, and geez, I'm, and, and you know, Michael gone pulls me. He says, "Listen, if a guy gives up a home run in the ninth. It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do what you can." And but you would be the first to say that's the outlier, right? Most corporate environments, oh. they only care about the the, the oh, results, I, not the you know, process. I I have friends of mine in the business, yeah. and I am so lucky to be working for Michael gone and, and a lot of my career, I worked for the Calneva. They were the same way, and of course. Jackie gone, was going into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he recommended me to Warren Nelson. They were best friends. So Warren and Jackie kind of cut from the same cloth. And I worked for Warren, and he did the same thing. And just, you know, right. make sure you're doing everything right, and things will fall into place. Chrissy, uh, Tim Lawson from The Better Life uh, wants to film us here after the show. We're honored. So Very let's hang so, out, yeah. and we'll, okay. uh, we'll hang out with Timmy here for a while. We've done all we can do. Thank you, Chris. I always appreciate the uh, my pleasure. The on air, my pleasure. Um, Lombardi line next. Talking preseason football, all different kinds of sports. That's next right here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 